Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Today we're going to be talking about the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Lightyear movie that just came out this past weekend. So first we're going to talk about Kenobi. Spoilers if you have not seen it. There's your warning. Uh, let's get into it. So just like every other episode, the Kenobi stuff in this episode is really good. Everything else, not so good. The Reva stuff's really bad and really makes you... Wonder why she was ever in this show, because no one seems to like her. The show's about her, so... This episode wasn't about her at all. This episode, she definitely... other episodes, but I think she has more screen time. I don't know. I think it's kind of split in half, which is still very dumb for an Obi-Wan show. I think I think Obi-Wan edges are out barely in screen time, but... Because uh, there were, like, a couple episodes, like this episode, and what was it, episode three, where she's not really in it that much. But it is really stupid that she comes even close to screen time for Obi-Wan because it feels like it just because her scenes feel longer since they're so bad because a good scene gets over with so fast and a bad scene lingers so yeah but this episode a lot happened I really liked the Obi-Wan Vader stuff we finally got the Obi-Wan Vader fight that we've been waiting for and it felt like quality it felt high quality that was one of the big things because the rest of this show a lot of it Felt like a fan film and felt like they cut corners and then stuff was rushed to where the finale, like that fight, felt very much more cinematic and high quality. And like the, the choreography was good, the dialogue was pretty good, the effects were good. Like it's like, okay, I'm watching something that looks like Disney put money into it. Unlike everything else, for the most part, where it's like, this looks like it could have been done on YouTube. Uh, but what, what do you want to say about the finale? So if we're just talking about the Obi Wan stuff, um, we can split it up. We'll, we'll let, okay for this part. Tell me what you thought of the Obi Wan, uh, the Obi Wan Vader fight, and then we'll get into the rest of it. Uh, so, so I had, I had to start back with I had to start. That's what I was trying to point make make this point the other night that I don't think you understood. So I'll try to make it again here. Right. So Obi Wan doesn't excuse me. Vader doesn't kill Reva at the end of Episode Four. Because she places a tracker so that they can follow the path, like what they call it, the path, or find like the rebels that are helping Jedi or whatnot, right? No, it's so they can track Obi Wan. That's just an ad bonus. It's all about tracking Obi Wan. No, because it was just it was about tracking Obi Wan. She was they was never let Obi Wan escape. No, because she didn't let. No, no, she didn't. No, that it. No, Ian, Ian. She says that because she doesn't want to die. That is a coward in a bad situation. Going, I let them escape. She had no choice. There was no point where she had any control of letting Obi-Wan get away. Where at any point could she have stopped him? There wasn't. She's a coward. The show even shows you multiple times she is a coward. I, I, um... That was very much your boss catches you in a situation and you lie out your ass. And you go, I let him escape. I, God, don't ask. No. She had the tracker as... No. She had the tracker as a contingent. No, because we saw Vader was setting her up to kill her later. Anyway, Which he did. So that, well, except so he you didn't. Can, you, can, you can believe that. I can believe what I believe because they don't make it abundant in the show. They don't make it clear which it is. Well, um, t how would she have stopped Obi-Wan? Tell me. At what they, point? They, At what point? They would have not let them get out. They would have put the whole base on lockdown and they would have... They tried that. They tried that. The, the, the alarms and everything were going off and guess what? They couldn't do it. She couldn't shoot down the speeder. She had no way. That's where I'm saying you're completely wrong there because she literally had no so chance anyway, ever to stop Obi-Wan. So... Then, in this episode, Vader just lets all the other people go to chase after Obi-Wan. Yes, because as it's been which, established, she is very focused on Obi-Wan, does not give a crap any about anyone else. That, yeah, it does. Obi sh Obi no, Obi-Wan's ship couldn't go to hyperspace, right? His little his little escape ship? No. So why didn't Vader just take his Imperial shutter, follow Obi-Wan, the Death and the and the Star Destroyer, go after the, like, those people and just blow them up? What? Why didn't Vader just take his shuttle and follow Obi-Wan, right? He because did. Because neither, neither of those ships can go to hyperspace. But yep. he also the Star Destroyer waiting for him. Why did the Star Destroyer just keep following, uh... Because the other one, I guess, went into hyperspace. That is stupid how they're just, like, sitting there and the Star Destroyer is just, like, thundering shots at them. That is stupid. How it's just, like, okay, we're just chilling here while the Star Destroyer shoots at you us. Know, you know what it was like? It was, like, stupid, um... In, Last uh, Jedi? Was, yeah, where it's just, like, this is so stupid. That's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. So, anywho, they go to the planet... And Obi-Wan's waiting for him there, and you get all hyped because he does his, he does his, I will do what I must. Yeah, and then um, Vader changes it up instead of saying, you know, you will try. He's like, yeah, I will so, kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a cool fight. Look, the fight starts, and, and the, the fight's pretty cool. I like the fight. Uh, I thought it was six. It's the best lightsaber fight since... Um, since Disney took over, for, by far. 
by far. Like, it's not even yeah. close. None of the sequel trilogy fights come no, even close nothing. to this there's one. Nothing. In I terms like of how, anything. I like how they, they up the tempo on on the fighting. And um, also, like I said in my video, I like how there's some fisticuffs in it. Like, Lucas yeah. always had in his. I like yeah. that. How, like... Yeah, yeah. It, it, felt, it felt good. I like how... Because I, I was scared they were going to try and make it more slow to, like, kind of bridge the Match the original movie. trilogy, yeah. yeah. And I was like... I think everyone kind of understands that's not a good fight, and they did it because it's like the first time, and you know it's old. It looks kind of st silly now. Yeah. But like we we're not in that same time, right? So I'm happy they they, they kept like fat more fast pace. Uh, if I had a critique of it, I'll get to a bigger critique later. I wish, it, at least when Vader's winning the fight, he would have felt a little more powerful. Um, I don't like more of a like a scary presence, but it's an awesome fight, so I don't have that really that complain about. Well, it, he so. did feel uh, he did feel terrifying at that part where you think Obi Wan's getting the other hand, and then he's like, "Your strength has returned to you," and his voice, he's excited. He's like, "Yes, this isn't that bitch that I fought yeah. on the other planet. This is Obi Wan." And then yeah. he's like, "But the weakness is still there," yeah, and he so. buries him. That part is terrifying to me. So. That part to me was terrifying. Um, I, I still wish it, I, I I wish it, I don't know. I wish it would have been a little more. A little more impactful so then he what do you mean impactful on, what do you what do you mean by like that it's like i don't know i felt like his presence wasn't as scary i mean it was scary but i, I felt like it could have been still more i thought they could have done more with it a little like just a little bit more um i i don't well that's i don't know how he would have really done more i thought they did a good job with it because vader it, obi-wan wasn't winning the first order fight but it didn't feel like he was ever really losing it either like he it felt like he was he was still in it and i, I wish we would have seen vader well they they so they did like a double switcheroo kind of because you see that obi-wan's kind of like he it looks like he might be winning and then vader's like nah you're not winning and buries him and then they do that's like the first switch and they do the second switch is where obi-wan ends up winning in the end so like i i kind of like that because uh, it's like well, obi-wan's back I, I wish i wish vader would have felt a little more powerful especially with the fact that obi-wan has not been using the force for the last 10 years right or not, but or we already really got that in episode three. We already got up, that. And let me let me keep going. And Vader's been doing stuff for ten years, right? Like I don't know what he's he hasn't on, been but... fighting anyone like Obi Wan no, in ten but years. I'm assuming he's still... Oh, but actually, wait, no, no, that's not till later. Because uh, he's the... still using the, the Force, and he's still active. Obi Wan hasn't been active, right? Besides trying to get talk to Qui Gon, right? Yeah. Uh, um, okay. But and as then... we saw in Fallen Order, you don't have to be that active to like reactivate yourself with the Force. Okay. Anywho, so then. The ending of Fallen Order is stupid, too. Anywho... That has nothing to do with what I'm talking no, about, though. I'm just saying it's still stupid. Um, the ending of Fallen Order is great. It's just the fact that she survives that's stupid. That's only that's, that's the only aspect of it. And then she blocks his light there with the Force and can't kill her. That's really stupid. Um, anywho, uh, so then Vader, like, blows the ground out from under Obi-Wan, right? Like, he yep. earthquakes the ground out. He buries out. him. He gets the high ground. I thought the burying part was kind of stupid. I wish they would have done something else. Like I didn't really care for the burying. I like the burying part because that was his. That was the closest thing at that time he could yeah, do know, to leaving Obi Wan for yeah, dead. Like Obi Wan did to him on Mustafar. So I, I like wish that. It been a little bit, little bit cooler. Um, but okay, he buries him. Vader walks away, which I don't know if he. I'm guessing he expected Obi Wan to come yes, back. Yes, hundred percent. hundred percent. He then just wanted to beat him down first. So, so then Obi Wan comes back. I like that scene where Obi Wan comes back to where he draws on like the hope from like everyone he yeah. loves i like that because it's like the inverse of uh of of the sith who always draw on the hate yeah. and everything like obi-wan you know, was actually what he was doing? you know what he was doing Dylan? what he think... wasn't fighting what he hated he was fighting for what he loves yeah and i like that i thought that yeah, was cool just like rose tico um, I, I thought i thought that was cool seeing no, him yeah, do that it was that. fine i, I like the rock sing for whatever reason i was just like okay um so he comes back and this is where i have an issue with the fight all right. Um, it's still a cool fight. Obi Wan, like the coolest part of the whole fight, I think it's right here, right? Va he, Obi -Wan it's goes right to after swing this. And Vader blocks it with the force, like he did to Reva, Reva, whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah. And Obi Wan does like this cool spin move with it to to keep going. Yeah, he goes uh, with the force, like how, yeah, he uses Vader's there. force against it, kind of to like go flow with it to where Reva no, was just I, trying to go against it. I so guess, I thought that was and cool. Again, I love this fight. Uh, besides this last part, what all? All right, about, what's but, say what it is? You no, know, I, I guess the only the other thing I kind of wanted was a little, a little bit more force power. I know that you like through the rocks, but and like, and Obi Wan throws Vader a cut, like twice. Yeah, I wish we like, got a little bit more of that. I thought that like we never really we didn't. I, see I that thought they did. It, I thought they did it enough. I don't want a whole lot of that. I don't want them just throwing each other around with the force constantly. I think I him. I, I think him force pushing him twice and them throwing rocks constantly was good. My, my favorite rock throw was the final. Yeah, the, was yeah, the the, final the one where good. they're locked yeah. freaking lights. Sabers and Obi Wan just pulls the most well, dickhead move and just whoosh. Okay, so here, here's where I have a problem with the I fight. I love that it, one. Uh, that, that's whole, it's, it's just a, 
he, Vader's beat the hell at that point. <laughs> Obi Wan just. I know. <laughs> so Obi Wan like starts beating his beating him up, like he puts Vader on the on the defensive, which we never really saw in Revenge of the Sith. And then he starts hitting his chest plate and like breaks his chest plate, which is which is harder for Vader to breathe. And then he throws a rock, and then he does like the like the we all knew it was coming, right? Like everyone knew this was coming. Where he slashes the uh his face, his face mask. The strike's kinda weird how Obi Wan like is jumping, but it's fine. Um and I like I like seeing Anakin's face. Like, we all knew it was happening, so it wasn't like a surprise and it's cool how they do the the intertwine of uh, Hayden Christensen's voice with Vader's voice. With James Earl Jones, it's perfect. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah, so, so good. Yeah, but so cool. what's the part you didn't like? Well, Get to it already. the fact that Obi-Wan not only beats Vader, uh, he kicks his ass. Yep. He sons Vader so hard. Yep. I do not like this. I do not think... I, I understand you can't have either of them die, right? Like, obviously. And I wouldn't... I would have... I'm fine with Obi-Wan winning, but Obi-Wan has to... Obi-Wan, at the end of this, it, like, took no damage. He was perfectly fine. He soundly beats Vader way worse than he does in Revenge of the Sith. Like, in Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan, like, was, like, exhausted. He was fighting. He was like, I can't do this anymore. And this well, one... you know why? I don't care. Vader <laughs> I don't want explanations that no, make sense. No, I want to no, be no, mad. No, because Vader's been, Vader has been... Vader for ten years. He's been going Vader has a machine that's keeping him alive, and Obi Wan damaged that and used it to his advantage and beat his ass. That's Vader, explicitly Vader. what happens in that scene. He damages Vader. the breathing mechanism that he uses on his suit to stop him. That's what he does. With we see, that's where the turn, like everything changes. Yeah, because I, prior to that, it's kind of even, and then that happens. Then that's just, that's and just also, bad. this was set up. In the prior episodes, where uh, where the we get the flashback where Obi Wan talks about his like need to prove himself was his undoing, and that's exactly what Vader was trying to do here. He's trying to prove I'm not the learner anymore. I'm not your Padawan anymore. He's like that was his undoing. That was already set up. Yeah, and you could do that, but you have to have Vader do something else to Obi Wan besides him just he getting his. Buried him. Out. He buried him. What he do you mean? Fine. They we had that. Obi-Wan got up immediately. Ian, if, if Vader kills Obi-Wan, you kind of don't have the rest of no. Star Wars. Well, I, I, I wish Obi-Wan would have been a lot... Ow, what the hell happened to my foot? Um, Would have been struggling a lot because more. Because of Obi-Wan. Or, or, taken a lot, or taken some type of more, I don't know, fire damage or something. He got buried alive, dude. And in episode got three, he got his ass beat. Like, we've seen him go through his trials and tribulations to get here. This was earned. But he suns Vader too hard. Where Vader, this is this is the, this is the prime Vader. This is the, the, the top Vader. Ten years in, he's been using the Force for ten years. He's supposed to be the best lightsaber combatant of all time. And he lets Obi-Wan get, just beat his ass. He just lets him beat his ass. To the point where Obi-Wan can again kill him. He didn't let him beat his ass. He got his ass beat because Obi-Wan's the best. He let him beat his ass. And how did he let him beat his ass? No, he didn't. Obi, he was, he did not want that to happen. This wasn't saying Vader's like Thrawn from Rebels. Yes, I intentionally lost. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't intentionally lose, but he let him get close up to his breathing apparatus to just start breaking it up and not doing anything about it. I don't think Prime Vader would let that happen. I, I think it. I think it was stupid. I think my issue is how is how soundly Obi Wan beats him. Obi Wan beats him so soundly. Like yep. to the point where he could just go cut his head off again, and well, no, he he couldn't cut his head off at that point. He was clearly oh, winning okay. and going to win the fight, but Vader, that dog was still in him. Vader was still there. Vader was ready. Like that's why Vader's so pissed when Obi Wan leaves. He's like, "What are you doing? This ain't over." Like you see it. He's got his lightsaber raised. He's like, "This don't mean nothing. I'm still, I'm still ready to go." A, you have the poor Vader puppy voice, uh, Vader puppy breathing going. Um... It, it, he Obi Wan would straight, just murder him so easily, um, so that's my issue with this: how easily Va uh, Obi Wan suns him. Is I don't th I think it should have been a, a tougher fight. I think it was a tough fight. He got buried alive. Oh my goodness! And then he gets up immediately. <laughs> you're and you're just later. completely acting like that part of the fight didn't happen. Because he you're gets like, up within two seconds. He I, gets up within two I'm seconds. I'm mad that he didn't go through more first. He got buried alive. <laughs> What do you mean? What? But there's not much more you can go through. Obi Wan he is so powerful in this show, and I love Obi Wan. But he, I just don't. I think he could have won and not and not have been such an ass beating. 
That's, that's I think it's great. And a new hope. We see him holding his own against Vader, and it very much looks like he could do more if he wanted to, but he chose not to because that's not his like destiny. More it's Luke's. More spins. He did spin in a new hope. It's more, it's horrible. Though. It's more horrible because Alec Guinness does the, the slowest spin of all time. It's like, what are you doing? I don't think they choreographed that. I think Alec Guinness just uh, wanted to do well, that. Well, they, they did that. It's funny watching the, the, the behind the scenes, and it's just like they're moving so slow. Their lightsaber form is terrible. But um, well, no, no, it's actually like the most effective fight. When you act, when they're actually fighting, because it's very like short, quick movements, like yeah. to the point, nothing exaggerated. It does look stupid. And the spin's um, the worst part. Is where it's yeah. like, oh no. But, it, but like when you're a kid and you see that, um, oh no, I have a blister on my foot, and you see the lightsaber ignite for the first time, you don't even care about how bad the fight is. It's just the the fact that the lightsaber's ignited. You're just so into it. At least for me, that's how I remember watching it. That's not the first time though. Luke well, did it. The first it, time a lightsaber fight. And then, first time a lightsaber yeah. fight happened. He said first sight ignited. Yeah, and we saw yeah. Obi-Wan take that dude's arm off of the bar in the cantina. Yeah, that didn't seal up the wound. That, yeah, that didn't make that sense. Got blood everywhere. Yeah, there's just blood everywhere, but freaking <laughs> Anakin um, loses all his limbs and it's fine. Yeah, and, and Raven gets stabbed. So that's my issue with the fight is how easily he suns Vader. Um,. It's a great fight, though. Like it's by far. The I best felt like they, they. Over. I felt like that was earned. The ass beating was earned with everything we had gone through in the show. I, I felt that's just okay. That's just difference of opinion there, because I feel like everything we went through it was earned with what we because got I, in the flashback, I, with what happened in episode three. How, the journey to get there, I feel like it makes I, sense to I'm me. I'm fine with Obi Wan winning. I'm not fine with him winning, winning that overwhelmingly. That's my issue with it. I understand Obi Wan like. I understand they're trying to make Obi Wan has to win because it has to make sense with the with the New Hope line, right? The, um, the you know the what's he say? The oh, when I left you, I was with the but learn, the learn, uh, yeah. And Obi Wan can't die, right? Yeah. I I get, uh, but I just don't think I don't th I think he suns Vader too much. Like the, I mean, it is really dope. Like when Obi Wan picks up all the rocks, starts throwing it at him. Like yeah. that's like really cool. Um, I still can't believe Vader never learned. One of my favorite parts of the fight is they lock sabers. They lock sabers, and then Vader just straight up linebacker checks him through some rocks. Yeah. So <laughs> that part weird, was there sick. Is, there is one weird part that I don't really like in the fight, and that's why I rewatched it like a fifth time today. It's like when that one part right before everyone starts beating his chest when they're like holding hands. That part looks weird. I don't remember that, but, but there's every it, single lightsaber fight has parts that look weird yeah, that are like that doesn't But they're like add holding up. hands for a couple of strikes. It looks really weird. It's like they, uh, I don't know, it's it's. It's and right an entanglement that happened in Revenge of the Sith. They get in that entanglement where they but hold it's hands. You, uh, if you, it's different than that. I watched it, it several it times. Today. I don't remember seeing that. I'll but, show uh, it to you. Okay. Um, it's right before he beats up. Before he beats his respirator. So Obi Wan wins. And again, I love the fight, but it's like the best lightsaber fight. It's the best lightsaber fight um, since Revenge of the Sith. It's I'm happy. really good. It was, I'm happy. It was fast. I love seeing Ewan McGregor fighting again. I love Hayden Christensen being back as Darth Vader. Yes. Really that okay. Let's talk about that moment. That is that's, that's that, the best uh, moment of the show. That, that got me. That got me back invested into Star Wars because yeah. I've been along for the ride, kind of, and just not really invested in Star Wars since after, <laughs> since the Last Jedi, basically. Because Force Awakens sucked, but I was like, maybe the Last Jedi will be good. And the Last Jedi sucked, and then I kind of checked out. I was like, I'm still like watching stuff, reading Star Wars stuff, but like I'm not invested. That got me back into it. Be purely because of Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, how well they did. That scene where Obi-Wan's pouring his heart out to Anakin, telling him he's so sorry about everything that's happened, and then Anakin's, or Vader's, like, what are you talking about? I'm not your failure. You didn't make, like, I, I'm, I'm not your failure, you know? I killed Anakin. And it's just yeah. the look of just dread of just there's no hope left. So, Anakin's done in Obi-Wan's face. It's yeah, so it's, sad, dude. It's, it's, it's so it's, emotional. I mean, you, you McGregor is like... Give him all the Emmys for you, this. You, you McGregor is like having a like a Bugatti driving driving into Nell in Florida. It's just like he doesn't belong in this show because he's so good. Because the show wasn't as good as he was. He, he acts his ass off. Hey, Christian did a great job. He does so that. good. And they did and, a great yeah. job with like the effects there of like having yeah. the blue light and then it turns yeah. to red. And so, the switching so between done. James Earl Jones and uh, Hank Christian's voice. Moment because you realize how good the show could have been if they yes, were focused on that... this instead of all the other crap they do. That's what I'm so saying. This whole ending sequence, this whole ending fight, everything with Obi-Wan Vader in this episode is so damn good and so top-notch quality. It's like, we could have had six episodes of this. Yeah. But so instead, not of them fighting, of course, but I'm saying of this quality, of focusing on Obi-Wan, 
But instead, we got Reva just crying and being upset uh, all the time. Well, let me go back to this. And so, other Inquisitors that don't yeah. matter. He never fought an Inquisitor in this damn show. So that happens, and Obi-Wan... I wish Obi-Wan would have, like, tried to bring Anakin back a little bit more than he does. Just so... I, I just wish he would have. Like, he would have really, like, tried... Like, well, no, he realized it was over, and he, and he gave up. Like, and I also it, like that part, because that was um set up also in the prior episode, when Reva's like, can you kill uh, Anakin? Just Obi-Wan just freezes yeah. in his face, like, so you can't do part, it. And so in this, I, as much as he knows that Anakin's gone, the logical part of his brain is telling him that, the emotional part's like, I still can't end him here. Yeah, I can't so do Obi-Wan it. I like allows, that. I like that conflict. I, I get that's Obi-Wan's character flaw. I just don't like it. I get it. I get that's his flaw that he can't end it with him. Um... My only problem with that is, like, Obi-Wan has millions of deaths on his hands now. Anakin's way different, though. Obi-Wan has millions of deaths on his hands because he would not kill Vader. So Call me crazy, um, but if he kills Vader, the Emperor still builds the Death Star and blows up whatever he wants. Maybe. We don't know how the, we don't know the butterfly effect of it. Yeah. Um, but... Maybe Reva becomes the next Darth Vader, and then she's even worse. But no, because she's the best person in the world. She's yeah. the heart of gold. So... That that part, I'm a little more accepting of that Obi Wan won't kill him because I get it's like that's his character flaws. He just he can't do it. Yeah. Um, although, like my only other issue is like he didn't do it the first time, and now he's not gonna do it again. A little repetitive. Um, he can't, but... especially because now he's seeing what he turned into, like what he turned him into, like what yeah, happened. It's, it's like, like he's just it's too hard for him. But Obi Wan, like Obi Wan, knows at this point that the Jedi are hunting poor, sensitive kids, and they're turning them, and they're killing people and stuff, and he's just fine with not killing. No, he Vader. knows all this stuff, but he can't bring himself to do it. Yeah, that's his flaw. You're thinking of it as a spectator being logical. No, I understand it's his flaw. It's just. I don't like it that much, but anyway, that's not I don't, that's not my that's not that big of a complaint. My bigger complaint is the fact that he suns Vader in such a uh, just a absolute ass kicking way. Um, and so then after that, we get the other storyline where Reva goes after she's just been stabbed through with a lightsaber. She's just perfectly fine. She knows she had to wrap herself in some yeah, cloths. She wraps herself with, with a shirt and she goes and she's like, "Where's Uncle Owen?" She also so, gets to Tatooine in five seconds somehow. Yeah. When it was showed before, there's no other ships there where she was last episode. So no clue how she got to Tatooine. You know what she did? She took a, she took the ship that Vader tore apart. She used the Force to put yeah. it together. And she took that ship that had a working hyperdrive. Um, so she gets Tatooine and she goes to fight, or she goes to. All right, first, hold up. What's her motivation for killing Luke? It's to get back at Vader for taking his fam, for taking her family. She doesn't she know Luke is Vader's son. Yeah, she does. How? She's the, she's the, she's the smartest Inquisitor ever. Dylan. But I'm saying in this show, she like knows. she doesn't actually know. Uh, the, yeah, not being like you know a jackass, just being like yeah, because she's the the bestest ever at everything. And in reality, she doesn't know that. She just wants to kill what Obi Wan was protecting. Is no, that she's it? Doing, she's doing it because of Vader. I'm not sure. Why? why. Because of Vader. She doesn't know why. I. She, she has. She knows. They imply in the show she knows. I don't know. No, they I'm don't. They don't. Gonna... When, when do they imply that she knows? That's why she goes to Luke. No, I think it's a plot hole. They don't. I think it is. When as it? When, tell me how she knows. Other than just oh, she's Reva. So she blah, blah, blah. She looks a message. The message doesn't say anything about that being Anakin's son. Exactly, it's a plot hole. <laughs> I, 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 um, if she's going for Vader's reason, the only lo- the only logical reason is that she's going because that's something Obi Wan cares about, wants to protect. Because that's all that message uh, relays is that oh, Obi Wan cares about this kid. That's it. There is there is no she doesn't know. So it's either a plot hole or she's trying to spite Obi Wan. It's one of those because she doesn't know that's Vader's kid. She does not know that's Anakin's kid. So, anyways, with that aside, she goes to Tatooine. Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru decide to set up. I love seeing more Joel Edgerton. That's always a good thing. Dude's great and everything. And he's great as Uncle we Owen. Get, we didn't get him for anything. So, she goes there. Got she's him. going there to kill him. And so, she comes to Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru like she'll come and at dust. First so off, let, 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 let's just establish how dumb of a storyline that is. Uh, aside from the fact that she has no reason for wanting to kill Luke, it's really dumb because, hey... Who's the original trilogy about? Luke. Yeah. Who's she trying to kill? Luke. Oh boy, you think she does it? So let me get let me get this. There's so, no drama or tension here. So, and the thing is, they know pretty early, and Uncle Owen's like, she'll come at dusk. So if you know she's gonna come kill you at dusk, why don't you just leave? 
Because they, they don't really have anywhere to go. They don't have money. They can't like just go off world. But, uh, no, I'm saying go for a little bit. She gonna sit there and wait the whole time. Probably. I don't know. Well, you can wait for Obi Wan to come back. Anywho, they don't so know what's going on with Obi Wan. And, and they tell Luke the Tusken Raiders are coming to attack. So yep. he runs, and then she beats up Uncle Owen and Amperu, and she catches up to Luke, and she. Okay, forces, so like, o- Uncle Owen puts up a good fight and ends up getting his ass beat. Amperu wanted Luke to die and just gave up. And Prue, like, gets thrown down. I was like, oh, no, Luke, run. I couldn't totally get up and chase after them. I'm just... Aunt Prue just gives up. No heart in Aunt Prue at all. But anyways... No, I mean, she does get slapped across the face. I love how Uncle Owen tries to block a lightsaber, which is, like, a piece of metal. Like, props to him. Like, that's not blocking And then it, he notices her wound and just starts, like, sticking yeah, his hand was, in it. That was great. <laughs> I, like that. I mean, we all know it doesn't, doesn't do that much, right? Because it didn't even kill her or slow her down. Oh, yeah, your stomachs, like, your your organs, uh, like, are not vital at all. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The, the good part as long about as this episode, you, you have I'll hate. Say this, the good part about this, so she chased after Luke, and we find out Luke is just as fast as Leia. Luke has just peaced out. Yeah. Like, he is so far ahead. But anyway, she catches up to Luke. Obi-Wan at this point is, like, flying to get back to Tatooine because, like, he can sense that something's wrong. Uh, she causes Luke to fall down and pass out, or he falls down and passes out and gets a concussion. And she goes over to, to kill him because he's Vader's son. No, that's not why. She doesn't know that. We just went over this. She knows it. In, uh, she knows it. Whether it's a plot hole or not, she knows it. How, how, when is it implied in the show the that she knows it? When is it implied in the show she knows it? Because she wants to take his family. No. It is, why else is it, she there? That's what I'm saying. It's a plot hole. It's net. That is. There is no piece of evidence in the show that ever says she knows that. She never says it. No one else ever says it. It's a plot hole, or she's going to spite Obi Wan. That's it. That is it. Anyways, keep going. That's what I'm saying. So she goes there to kill him, and then she she realizes she can't because everyone in Star Wars is a good guy, or you're a completely cartoon bad guy. And she is a good person. Which so we predicted from the first second she showed up in the first episode. episode. So she goes back and brings Luke to them. And they're all like, oh. You're, and she's like, am I just like him? They're like, no. You're free of him. Uh, and it's stupid. I don't care about her character. I hope she goes off. She'll have yeah. her own show. Yeah, no one cares. watch her own show. Um, like this whole moment off, that's supposed to be emotional of her like yeah. reconciling with herself and like realizing she's not the monster that Anakin potentially made her and it's like oh she's had an arc and it's like don't care I do not care I wish some Tusken Raiders would come by and just murder her like I do not care about this character and then like uh, and it's funny because all the Kenobi finale stuff, I saw one post about uh, about her. Everything else I've seen is everyone talking about the Vader Obi-Wan stuff. It's like, of course yeah. they are. So no one she, cares about Reva. So she turns good. No one cares. She turns good. She'll have her own show. I don't this, care. Then she just pieces out. We don't know what happens to her where yeah. she goes. So then the next is Obi-Wan co- leaves Tatooine, just freely travels to Alderaan. Not the biggest fan of this. Yeah, I, I one one of the things I don't like about that is because um, so we see that Vader immediately wants to go after Obi Wan, send everyone just after Obi Wan to find him and like not stop till he's dead. And the Emperor tells him, "Nah, don't do that," which makes sense because the Emperor is just trying to be a dickhead and always gives Vader the opposite of what he wants. But the thing is, Obi Wan doesn't know that, so Obi Wan just going around being like, "Yeah, Vader won't hunt me," and just freely willy nilly like traveling around is kind of dumb. Because, like, we as the audience know Vader's not hunting Obi-Wan anymore because what the Emperor said. But Obi-Wan doesn't know that. So him yeah. doing this is kind just, of and reckless. Like, not, and it's not like there's anything secret, too. They land on a huge platform in the middle of Alderaan with the most famous, the, the prince, the princess and the queen of Alderaan coming out to meet him. Yeah. It's not like this is secretive in a back alley. And then he tells, <laughs> and then he tells uh, Leo, it's like, it's kind of a sweet scene, but also it's like, hey, your adoptive parents didn't mold you at all. It's all, yeah. it, it's all nature, not we nurture, fi- baby. We finally get Star Wars music. We get Leia's theme. We get the Force theme. It's like, we got the Imperial March. The whole show. Yeah. Where was it? Where was this music the whole show? You see Vader wants to go after, okay, then Obi-Wan's like, you can't tell anyone that we know each other, which... I get that, and I get that's how they're trying to make it sound like Leia doesn't know him. But with how much they went through, I feel like Leia and the New Hope should show a little bit more emotion when he dies. Oh, like, yeah, she definitely. She doesn't care at all. Definitely. At, at all. So, like, that part doesn't line up, right? Like, I get, like, she doesn't act like she knows him at all, but once he dies and they're on the Falcon heading back, like, she, she like Luke is, like, devastated. And Leia's just, like, doesn't even care. Yeah. Um. So then... We get Vader, and Vader's, like, all pissed because Obi-Wan beat him again. And the Emperor's just like, bro, you can't you can't go after him anymore. Basically, says you have other things to do, which is like, here's the setup for yeah, Vader's own spin-off yeah. show, which I don't want at all. 
I'll I can get into that if you want to, but I don't want a Vader show because I want a Vader show. As Kathleen Kennedy said, they had to rewrite Kenobi because the script was too dark and they had to have a hopeful message. So I don't want to watch a series of Vader going around not being able to kill a Jedi and there's a hopeful message. If I what if he show, go hold up hold up pause? What if he goes around stabs every Jedi in the gut and they all survive? So that way it's still hopeful. No. I don't want that. I want oh wait, you're right. Vader. They they have to be hateful. Hate it's yeah. only hate can yeah. replace your yeah. organs. I I want Vader to go so kill everyone work. in the show. Anyone that any good person that's in the show, I want Vader to kill. Vader. You no, know we've been good with they've Vader. They've already made there? it where Vader Vader couldn't kill the stupid Jedi's and Rebels. Vader couldn't kill Ahsoka because they time traveled her. Vader couldn't kill Obi Wan. Vader couldn't kill Cal Kestis and his master. Like every time we're seeing Vader, he gets right to the precipice and they can't kill the main people. Well, if you want to see the comics, he kills a lot there. Yeah, but that's not that's not what the main media is. But that that's canon. Kills a lot there. But um, something that uh, I just thought of with Reva is like she never had any medical attention to address her wound. It was just the hate that held her together. So at the end, when she lets go of her hate and becomes good, shouldn't she just pass over and die immediately? No, Dylan. She hate held her together, just like. But the hate's for, gone because. Oh, well, with, that's that the thing. That no, no, because the healed. wound's not healed. <laughs> the hate healed. just was holding her together. She let go of the hate. She should just instantly die. No, anywho. So then, so that that's that's the Pitch Bear spinoff show. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't try. Normally, if you would ask me, if you would ask me when they first, they, when, when Disney first bought stars, this is what I would have said the two shows I want. I want a badass Boba Fett show of him going hunting bounties. <laughs> Boy, they effed that up. And I want to see, I want a show of Vader just going around killing Jedi's after Order 66. I am scared we Disney cannot make a good Vader show. They made a half good Obi-Wan show because the other half no one cared about. Um, so that's why I don't want it. I want them to leave the legacy characters alone now. I love them, and if I trusted them to make a good show, I I, I would be all for a Vader show. But I don't think Disney can make a good show that will show Vader doing what Vader should be doing. I, uh, I kind of agree that I don't trust them to make a Vader show. But if they can make it similar to Kenobi where like half of it's good, I'll take it. I'll take half of it good Vader so, content. I'm so fine with that. We get probably like better than like nothing. A, we get an awesome scene where I love the scene where Obi Wan meets Luke. He goes to talk to Owen. Owen's yes, that's, a more I, I like that because Owen's been a dickhead to him the whole time yeah. and also like in the comics and stuff, whenever they meet he's a dickhead to him. But here he's like they actually kind of have a, an understanding of each other. He's like, you want to meet yeah. him? And it was like, ah, yeah, and then he Owen says hello there. there. And he brings a toy and he goes, hello there. And it's just like... It's very no, sweet. And this makes sense because Luke knows who Ben is. He doesn't know him very well, but in A New Hope, he knows of him. So yeah. you can see him meeting him like once or twice and be like, oh yeah, that guy. You know? Yeah. So that makes it's sense. the weird hermit that my uncle talked about. And then the last scene is Qui-Gon finally shows up to Obi-Wan in the middle of the desert, and he was like, I'm waiting for you. Which is the most Qui-Gon thing ever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just be like, everything important's done with. I'm here now. You need me earlier, but you know. Qui-Gon's not like, bro, what happened to Anakin? Like, Qui-Gon's just like cheerful and cool about it. And I think we can clearly say, safely say that he had a more powerful Jedi in Obi-Wan than Anakin. He picked the wrong apprentice to go with. But that kind of ends it. Obi-Wan's like super hopeful. Um, they're definitely set up for a season two, which I don't want because I want a season two. I don't know how you have any tension in a season two. The best part, I think everyone, I think every single person that watches the show, and if they don't agree with it, they're an idiot, can say the best part of the show is is the Vader Obi Wan content. Yes, right. Like but the thing is, now with that being done, they're not shackled to that because the no, thing is, they were held back you, by that. I, I now they're not. Tension. I can't have any tension watching him fight an Inquisitor. He should be able to wipe the floor. That's with why you up it. You get have a lot of Inquisitors. You have them going against a Inquisitors and a bunch of soldiers. Like, you have to up it. You don't have a 1v1 Inquisitor, because if you do, then he beats their ass. Which well, also, sure something that I was saying on Twitter, was that this really shows why Obi-Wan just destroyed Darth Maul in two seconds. <laughs> it's like, okay, that fight makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> From the Rebels fight. But, I... I'm fine with it. I'm f I I think uh, season two could be really cool. I think you're you're unshackled now from the Vader stuff. You can do whatever you want as long as it's on Tatooine. I'm not too keen on him leaving the planet again. As long as you do some adventures on Tatooine, I think that's cool. I'm excited. You can do some of the journals of Obi Wan stuff, like inspired from the comics. And I'm, I don't I'm trust Disney to do any of that right because the only thing they got right was their two legged. The only thing they got they got good was Obi Wan and Vader. If you don't have Vader, then I'm scared what you're gonna do going forward with it. I think they um, could do a lot of great stuff without Vader. They could. I don't trust them to do it. Well, we'll see. But because so, uh, we're so definitely getting a season with, two with Obi Wan going out there. Um, 
I mean, what can you say? Ewan McGregor does a fantastic job. It was cool seeing Qui-Gon again, even though he's just, like, the biggest dick. And, um... Yeah, it, I mean, it's the best episode of the series. Not too much Reva in this episode. Uh, I don't. I will not watch her spinoff show. Do not care. I, Dude, uh, I, I wonder if she is going to still get a spinoff show. She is. She is. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, Disney is in the money-making business. And no one cares about this character. I think going into it, they were setting it up for her to have her own show. And now I think she might be more of someone that like shows up in other people's shows and not have her own show because no one cares about her. She was horrible all around. That character is awful. One of the worst characters know. in all Star Wars added nothing to this, oh. to this show, just took away and made it worse in every single way. I still, horrible I still character. need to see... I still need to see the Empire doing more more stuff to just really like to, like show their presence. I feel like I, I agree. I, I want a Vader show where the Empire is winning. I think we're, that we're would be cool. Way, everything that Disney puts out between this period, the good guys win way too much. Like, yeah, this is, I, this is I the agree. era for the Empire. They're building and they are becoming the Empire. They're supposed to be just wiping house with everyone. This isn't them winning. It, and Rebels was terrible with that. It's just absolutely atrocious with that. Unwatchable to the fact. And this. Again, we knew Owen couldn't die, but it, it it doesn't feel like there's any doom where you're scared of what's happening with the Empire. Like, it, it leaves off on such a hopeful note. It's almost like you don't even care about the Empire. You're not even like, damn, this sucks that they're still in charge. So, that that's my other critique. So, if we get like if we get a Vader show, I will watch it, but I want to see the Empire and Vader just wrecking absolute house, and no one is safe. I was fine with the hopeful ending of the show. I like that. But I do agree that the Empire should be more imposing, and I would like them to take more dubs because everything in Disney has I just been them. I let them get just, away so I could get beat at a later date. Has just been them, like, losing all the time. The good guys just constantly winning. So, yeah, it's like the rebellion isn't really rebelling. No, they're just kind really... of taking over. Yeah, so it's... it would be nice to see the Empire actually see why they're really feared because right now you don't see a whole lot of that. Um, what would you give the show out of 10? The whole show. Not just like, the Obi-Wan stuff, the whole show. A 7. Overall, I'd give it a 7. Yeah, I think I'm at a 7. Okay, where does it fit in with Mandalorian Season 1, Mandalorian Season 2, and Boba Fett? I think it's better than Season 1 of Mando. I don't, th- I, I don't, I don't think it's better than Season 2, probably. Maybe it's better than Season 2? I don't remember. I'd have to rewatch Season 2. It's around the, uh, Season 2 of Mando. Um, it's way better than Book of Boba. Book of Boba is horrible. That show is awful. Also, props to the show for never including Ahsoka. Yeah, I really thought we were going so to get that in a flashback, but we never did. Thank God. Yeah, um, uh, I will say what's weird about this, like, Mando has, like, probably overall, like, whole episodes, better episodes, but there's better moments in this show. But the problem yeah. is they're not the full episode. It's moments, or it's yeah. parts of an episode. Yeah, I, can, I believe I could confidently say that this is better than season one of Mando, but I don't know if it's better than season two. I'm not I'll sure. I'll say this. Mando's nice. definitely more rewatchable. I'll it's say that. Way better than uh, Boba Fett. They just freaking Book of Boba about. Fett's horrible. That is you just. You, you really think they can do a good Vader show when you watch that? Like, yes, oh, I do. Oh, I mean, I don't believe about, I. I if I was a betting man, I'd bet that the show would be bad. You but ruining ruining a character. But oh my. Because the thing with Vader is the redemption arts built in where we know it happens down the line, so they don't have to be as much to wear with with um, Boba. They're like, we have to make him a good guy. To Vader, I feel like, they with, have I feel to like do with that. Vader's show, Vader wouldn't be as badass as he could. There, there would be people that would get away from him again, and also we get a ton of like inner conflict with him, which I don't care to see. I want to see. We saw his inner conflict in the prequels. I want to see him just being bad. Well, we'll find out whenever they do the show. So. But that... If you could only get one, if you could only get one, Obi-Wan Season 2 or a Vader show, what would you want? Uh, Vader show, I guess. Since we already got a season of Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was my favorite character, but we already got one season. Yeah. And if they're setting it up to have more Reva in Season 2, because <laughs> we don't know what's going on with her. He, he might, they might have Reva be Obi-Wan's apprentice in Season 2. He Who knows? Could, she, might yeah. have, she might have gone off to that, that, that thing with him. Who knows? Yeah, she could show up in Fallen Order too. She could show up in the rumor of Cal Kestis show. Who knows? Reva could show up anywhere. Yeah, the Inquisitors uh, were really pathetic in the show. They were the pointless. Were, like, they when, were beyond pointless. When they were announced for the show, it was stupid because like three of them were in Rebels, so we know how they end. And yeah. so it was like, oh, Obi Wan can't kill them. So when he fights, that's gonna be lame. But then he doesn't oh, even fight not, them. And then the one that can die doesn't die. 
Oh, that's another thing I didn't like. I didn't like how much flack the Grand Inquisitor gives Vader before he goes after Obi Wan. I, I don't like think that. he gave him flack. I think he was like, "Hey, uh, we he, should do this thing." No, and he gives Vader's him a little like, bit of flack. No. He gives him a little bit. Of, he tells him like, "We should." He doesn't say, "My lord, I think we should." He goes, "We should." Like he gives him some flack. I don't like that. Uh, I'm like, I don't think Vader would take that from you. I don't know. So. I didn't really notice it when I was watching. I think he was just like, "Hey, we should go after these people." And Vader's like, "No," and then that's the end of it. So, um. I mean, what's he gonna do? What's Vader gonna do? Stab him with a lightsaber just so he can still live? So, uh, um, it's funny that like being stabbed with lightsaber doesn't mean anything. But being yeah, cut in half doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> you literally have to lose your head. You have to lose your head. That's it. That's hey, the... and if you do, Ray can put it back on, and boom, you're good to go. Yeah, it's oh, it's so stupid. They really, they really need to stop with that. But. That's it for Kenobi. Uh, we saw Lightyear over the weekend. Before we get into spoilers on that, what did you think of Lightyear? It's the most like okay movie of all time. It's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not a great movie. The first ten minutes are really good, and then you watch it. They are very heavy-handed with the 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 message they're trying to tell you, which is what like the lesson they want Buzz to learn in the movie. Um, very heavy-handed with that. There's some stuff in here that's like. That they, they, they concept wise are like I don't think a kid can understand that and then there's also a lot of kid stuff in this movie um, and also and it's not I expected a lot more as a you know he's called Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger I expected a lot of like action adventure and space stuff you don't really get that that much Zerg as a character is pretty lame um, the animation is awesome the animation is beautiful like it's awesome to look at but the rest of it's just like just really okay i think it's the best way i can describe it. i give it a five out of ten it's just there i don't think i'll ever watch it again if it's on tv i don't think i'll watch it i don't think i'll ever put it on disney plus which sucks because dylan can attest to this as a kid i absolutely loved buzz lightyear i loved buzz lightyear and if this is really the movie that andy watched that made him love buzz lightyear i question andy's movie choices or what he's been able to see as a kid yeah because it's just it's it's not a bad movie right it's just it's just okay. It's so average, it hurts. Yeah. It's so, yeah, like, it doesn't, Pixar. It doesn't do Pixar. anything, like, the, the first ten minutes are a way cooler movie that they could have expanded upon than you get for the rest of it, because the first ten minutes is like this action sequence of them exploring a new planet, it's like, oh, they're being space like, rangers. Oh, so this is what, yeah, this is what we're going to see for the movie. Yeah, we this, we're going to see them soon. They got cool, like, weapons. They're fighting unknown aliens. You're like, okay, I can get down with this. Yes, and then, boom, that is it. And that then it, it. it switches, and we get the actual plot for the rest of the movie, and it's just not exciting. It's very boring, and, like, you don't care. And one of the things that's very really stupid is... Message. It's, like, very... Yes, every kid's movie has, like, a message. Like, believe in yourself or whatever, and this yeah, one's all this, about teamwork, and it's very it's much, very, like... It doesn't let you that's... figure it out. It tell it has the characters tell you yeah. like. Maybe I haven't seen a kids movie in a long time, but I don't remember them being this heavy handed before. Like this one is very. Like... Generally, they're not. Generally, it's like you can kind of figure it out by watching it. It doesn't have the main character tell you the message of the movie multiple times. <laughs> but they have that. Uh, we'll get into that in a second though. Once we get into spoilers. Um, so something that's really stupid is it opens up telling you that this is the movie that. Uh, that Andy watched when he was a kid, that he loved, it was his favorite movie, and that's what the toy is based off of, is from this movie. So it's a movie that exists in the Toy Story universe. It's supposed, um, to, be, it's supposed to be live action in that universe. Yes. So something that's funny about that is uh, they have Chris Evans do the voice, which he does fine. I like Chris Evans, uh, of fine. Buzz Lightyear. Whatever. And then for the toy, Tim Allen does it. Which does not make sense because most toys that are based off of movies or TV shows, if you get them, you click it, it's ripped straight from the movie. So it's the same voice. Well, we why voice. Why we is this Tim a different Allen. voice? This does. I, they should have got Tim Allen. We know why they didn't use Tim Allen. They got, did it because of star power. They wanted star power for it. They wanted Chris yeah. Evans star power. Which doesn't really help in a... Uh... An animated movie, but they could put Chris Evans' name on because Lightyear's kind of a movie no one asked for. So it's like, how do we uh, put Chris Evans in it? It's like, okay, so they did that. Um, if you make a Lightyear movie, it's gotta be better than this. Yeah, and Tim Allen, why did get Tim Allen? Tim, I, I missed Tim Allen as soon as the movie happened. Um, His voice uh, as Buzz is I, iconic. The best part of the movie by a million miles is the animation. The animation yes, it's very amazing. pretty. It is a beautiful it's, movie. It looks amazing. Everything about yeah, it's 
animation is, is beyond top tier. It's amazing animation. Yeah, it looks amazing, which is sad that we don't really get, like, a cool action sequence with it other than, like, the first ten minutes. <laughs> but let's get into spoilers now. So, okay, the message so of, spoiler is, warning. So, All right, so go ahead. Here's what, happen, here's what happens in the movie. There's space rangers flying in, like, the big Epcot thing or whatever. Spaceship Earth is what it looks like. And they're just flying through, like, in cryo sleep, and it pops up on their auto computer that there's a new planet that has yet to be um, researched or identified or discovered or scoped. So Buzz wakes up in cryo sleep. He lands a ship. He's, he's a space ranger, so he's going to go out and look and let everyone else stays in there. And then his, like, best friend comes out with him, who's his commander, and they're, like, fighting these, like, weeds and these bugs, and there's the... Uh, and It's a really and cool action sequence. The, the girl's, like... You didn't bring the rookie. And Buzz's like, I hate rookies. They suck, blah, 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 blah. And I do everything by myself. Yeah. He's like, I don't need the rookie. So the rookie comes out. Buzz is kind of mean to him. Uh, they kind of make some really not funny jokes uh, about his eyes and stuff. And then, like, they realize the spaceship is sinking. So they all have to hustle back. They get back to the ship. They start to take off. And then Buzz has to save the rookie, which is the last time you see the rookie. Like, I thought the rookie was going to be more impactful. Yeah, and he tries to save the rookie, and he fails, and the other lady has to save him. Yeah, so she has to um, throw his And that's, that's something I want to talk about real quick. Like, the theme of the movie is teamwork, and they have Buzz, like, realize that he need, that he can't work on his own, and he needs to work as a team. But, like in this, and it happens multiple times in the movie, Buzz completely fails and is never actually able to do anything by himself and always needs a team. So I don't understand how he got this mentality that he is this solo badass that could do everything himself. So it, may, it cheapens the lesson, because Buzz was never able to do anything for himself, so he's never had to learn the lesson he of working for a thing. team, because he always had to! He does one thing. Oh, yeah, he himself. flies the jet. Yeah. Which he didn't know. It was the cat. The cat helped him. Yeah, the Sox makes it, but he's still yes. they, they made the deal about how even if you had the fuel, you had to be able to pilot and stuff. So that's the only he, thing he does. Not really. But so still, even, it's so, stupid. So they get back to the ship, and Buzz is flying the ship, and the thing's like, you can't do this land or whatever. And Buzz is like, I can make it. Because he won't let, which I don't know how the rookie would help help him pilot it. So yeah, I don't understand him. that either. He like, he'd pull on the other lever. He strands him there, and he's like, and he's like, I resign. I'm terrible. Put me in the brig. And his commander's like, No, we can we can figure this out if we can figure out a formula for to make uh, whatever the fuel is. Their hyperspace fuel. So they go through a whole montage of they build a city there. They start trying to figure out how to make this. Yeah, it's um, a year later. We get a year forward. Yeah. So Buzz goes off and he flies around, and he doesn't have the right combination for this fuel, and he learns that this is crazy for the hyperspace crystal. Movie that the faster you fly and you get close to gravity and you come back, you in the moment don't age. You age normally, but everyone back at on the planet ages at four years. It's like an interstellar concept that they put in a kid's movie. I can't believe they did it. Well, I they explained it easy. They literally just had Buzz say, oh, so the fa like the faster I go or the farther yeah. I go, the so, like more time passes. So like, Buzz is, is doing this, and, it, and, it's showing, and they do a montage to show the time passing here. Buzz gets – the best The best character in the movie uh, is the Socks. character Socks. Which is a which is a robot that basically NASA robot the version of NASA gives Buzz to help him with everyone else aging, and Socks is like, "What can I help you with, Buzz?" And he's like, "Figure out this formula." So Buzz does all these runs, and after Buzz's commander uh, friend dies, he, they're shutting down the program so he can't fix his mistake and get everyone back home. And Socks is like. I figured it out. Here's the perfect combination. <laughs> and then like, how long did it take? Like, it took 62 years. It's hilarious. Like, in yeah. the movie, it's probably the, the funniest part. Yeah, because how it's, it, how it's set up is like he gets uh, his commander gives him the cat because it's like you know he's a loner and he likes kids to himself. Even though he's like good friends with the commander, but that's it. It's like she sees he could use some comfort, so she gives him the cat robot, and he doesn't want anything to do with his cat robot. He's like, whatever, stupid robot. And the cat, the cat's like, I am like my whole purpose is to make you happier. What can I do? It's like figure out this formula. It works on it for 62 years straight and fix it and does, does it. For 62 years. <laughs> so that was, so that was that, pretty good. That was funny. And then the new commander's like, we're not going to do this. We're just going to build a wall here and we're going to live here from now on. And it's been like... Laser game. I, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been like 60 years or something? I don't know. Um, what doesn't make sense is the, uh, the one lady has a kid and then that kid has a kid and we run into that kid later, but... We yeah. do, so we run into the grandchild later, but we, Ugh. the son, we don't know what happened to him because no, he should so, still be alive. What the happened? Buzz, the buzz escapes, goes, he comes back. Socks did it. They have the perfect fuel formula, but they broke the computer, so they have to keep this crystal. But when Buzz comes back, 
the whole dome city is surrounded by robots. He lands. He gets picked up by the granddaughters, by the granddaughter of that lady, of his friend, and this outrag. By the way, real quick, of... something I want to say: the other characters other than Buzz suck in this movie. And you can yeah. tell by the fact that we're saying that lady and the granddaughter because we cannot remember their names. I think Hawthorne was a name. Um, they were such so bad characters. They meet the ragtag team of people that are that Buzz has to work with that are the junior level people that were talking about this album. Even though two of them are hella old, but... And these, these, this team is so forgettable and so bad, and Waikatiki character... Waikatiki? How... Whatever his name is. How do you say it? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi character is His so character's annoying. annoying. The other two are just to, whatever throwaway characters. Taika Waititi's character. character is legitimately annoying. His whole all thing he is just, is he's an incompetent coward, dumbass. Yeah, he's a coward and a dumbass, and he gets all these things, and I just wanted him to die. I wanted him to die. He's and very anywho, so they go on all this stuff. They have to do this stuff. I don't remember all the stuff they did because it's pretty forgettable. But it's basically showing that Buzz has to be able to work with them, right? He has to work with the team. Yeah. Anywho, eventually they, they they don't know why these robots are down there around the civilization, but they are. Buzz gets taken up to Zerg's ship, and here's the big reveal: Zerg is actually Buzz from the future, but now in the present, because, and in, in the same timeline, Buzz landed but he was surrounded and he was going to be arrested by the people of the space city so he's like f this i'm out he took off and he found these robots that the zerg body just opened because he to went him. to the future yeah and he decided to come back as zerg and he's like i need this i need the fuel to do that and i can go back and make a, a race our mistake it's really stupid he literally just went in the future and found a spaceship with robots and then took it back yeah. Like, that's, and, that's and what their happens. Explanation, their, their explanation for why they say Zerg is so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. They're like, oh, they couldn't say Buzz, so all they can say is Zerg. It's like, that's it? That's Why is his name Solo? Because he's Solo. It's like, really, these are the best explanations you can come up with? Um, So, Buzz is bad from the future. They make, like, a joke, like, are you my dad? You know, referencing Toy Story 2. Um, I wish it would have been his dad. Yeah, and so... Buzz is like, no, I. The, the, what, that's one of the other points of the movie. One of the points of the movie is Buzz has to learn to work with the team. The other point is you make mistakes and you can fix them and also to, like, stop and look around and, know, and like, enjoy life that's going on and see what you're, you know, don't miss what's happening right now. That's another part of, the, of this message. And so Buzz at this point finally stops because older Buzz is, is all, still singular focused on fixing his mistake with new Buzz is, or current day Buzz realizes oh all these people had families they all end up actually having a life and i never did i don't want to take that away from them yeah and that's another right? thing that they like they tell you instead of they just show you the they them. have a part because um his uh, uh his admiral lady that's his commander she gets married and she tells him like i never would have met my wife if it weren't for you getting us stuck here she tells him that instead of like us obviously being able to like figure that out like, they tell you, like, yeah, did you know that she wouldn't have met her the love of her life if it weren't for Buzz getting him stuck there? And then the same with the uh, he needs to work with the team. Buzz multiple times says, I can't do it by myself. I need help from others. Like, he yeah. says something very close to that multiple times. Instead of just yeah. seeing him struggle and, like, realize it, it's like he has to say it. It's like, yeah, so come on. They escape Zerg's ship. They're going back down to the place so they can bring the, the fuel back, even though they don't really want to, I guess, use it anymore. Uh, Zerg comes out and attacks him. Buzz does in his Zerg suit. Buzz, like, blows up his own ship and flies off with his wings. The first time you see his wings, you're like, woohoo, yay, sort of. And then they get back down to the planet, and, like, I guess they're heroes now. And they're like, we're going to restart the Space Ranger program. Like, you can pick from the best of the best. Who do you want, Buzz? And he chooses and his Buzz's gang like, of retards. I want my terrible team. And so then it ends with them going off on, like, a space adventure. And they're probably set up for future movies. And one of the after credits scenes is Zerg is still alive. Or yeah. the Zerg robot is. And it's Which, just not like, a very no, no one wants Zerg back. You don't want a sequel with this team of forgettable characters. I don't think we're going to get a sequel because it's kind of bombing at the box office right oh, now. Oh, it bombed hard. Yeah. It's Did you see how much Top Gun made this weekend? No. So, I, think, I saw Jurassic I, World made like $57 million or something. Yeah, like so I think, I think, uh, oh, what was it? I think Jurassic World made 58 I think Buzz made like 51 Top Gun made 44 It's, it's Wow. The, the four, Domestically it's the, or overall? I think it was domestically. That's I think insane. The, I think it's the fourth. It's the second best fourth weekend, second only to Avatar. That's how good it's doing. That's nuts. 
It's the second bet. It's the second best fourth weekend ever, only to Avatar. It almost beat Buzz Lightyear in his first one. And you knew Jurassic World was gonna kill it because of all the people that love dinosaurs and, and like those movies. But I couldn't believe that when I saw 44 million. Yeah. Like the word of mouth for Top Gun is just. Um, they're even trying to get back an IMAX now. You see that? Like they're trying to get a campaign. People are trying to get back an IMAX to go see it again. Might as well. Um, it has like I, I was seeing like the numbers for Top Gun for like repeat viewing. It's like one of the highest repeat like repeat viewing movies ever. Like people just go. Back How do they track it so if it's a repeat viewing? I don't know. I, it's I guess on the they app or something. Know, apps it, or something it's, maybe. It's, it's very high on repeat viewing. So. Mm. But um, yeah, that's yeah, but cool. it, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a great. It's not a good. It's not a it great. It does not warrant not a, a sequel. Movie. And there's no. there like it shows it you a better. And the first movie. and the first two, yeah. Movie. And the first ten minutes, it shows you a better movie, and it's really yeah. sad because it's a very pretty movie. The fact that it's not an action adventure and just ha- going for fun, and you can teach him eat a team within that. But you really, like Dylan said, you really never get to see Buzz do anything cool or be a badass. Like you don't get to see him be like a cool space ranger. Which, yeah. And, and like, because we always thought from the toy and everything, it seems like Buzz is the best, but he's kind of sucks at everything other than being a pilot. And he even tells you that the one lady's the best space ranger of all time what, ever. Socks, socks is dope. I love socks. He's yeah. funny. Socks is funny the whole time. He's 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 good. But the rest of his, there, everyone else in the, everyone else in the, in the, every other character is very forgettable. Like very yeah. forgettable. Yeah, his team sucks, and they set up a sequel with his team. And it's like, uh, it Don't makes me miss it. the team he had from the old animated show, which was actually interesting with the aliens. Like that was actually like a, a fun team, yeah. like the aliens and the robot. To this yeah, team, there's, there's definitely some Toy Story references in here, but it's not overboard with the Toy Story references. Yeah. Um, and he never actually says to Infinity and Beyond. Oh, that pissed me off. He, ne- yeah. he says what he says with his friend, and he never says it by himself. Yeah. Like how? Do, like one of the par- the parts is we get the Tim Allen to Infinity and Beyond. Like you think that's like a catchphrase he said, like he would say, because he definitely emphasizes the last part of it. Never says it once. Yeah, and says he says two like he says two infinity like it's never like a like a freaking like a charge it's never yeah. like a type of deal it's it's always like very somber and like with yeah, your friend like two, two infinity, infinity and beyond and it's like what so I know we're like trash on the movie kind of hard but it's just because it's not a good movie it's just an okay movie yeah it's like it's, especially it's very from mid. Pixar you expect way better from Pixar yeah. And the trailers were good. I thought the trailers were good. So oh, I was excited. Were, were I did one thing I will say though, I did like how the um because it's established early on, you see it in the trailers that like there's something alive on the planet, like these vines that like snatch you up and stuff. I did like that even though they had kind of like domesticated the place a little bit, they were still just getting snatched up randomly. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. People the just bugs like, were, the bugs were still evil. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but just could have been way better. Yeah. Should've been should have should have been way better. Yeah, um, I don't know what we'll talk about next. We're going to see The Black Phone this weekend, the horror movie with Ethan Hawke. Other than that, I'm not oh, sure. Here we go. Uh, where is this podcast? Can any people comment on this podcast? Or can what? they put it in like, your Discord? They can put it in the Discord if anyone makes Someone, it to the end uh, of this. <laughs> yeah, if anyone makes it to the end of this, the first person to suggest a comic book of Dylan's that I should read, I will read. That's cap. So, we went to a convention no, this I'll past do weekend. It. I'll do it. They I'll had half price trades, and I'm like, Ian, you should just pick a random one. Uh, we should I, I read it for the pod. Rip- and Ian's like, okay, I'll do it. Then literally two minutes later, he goes, no, actually, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, I need to make sure people made. It took show. him two minutes to quit. Okay. He didn't even look through look. a single long box. And Dylan's Discord under under can they post? They can't post the Nerd Talk channel, can they? Yeah, they can. There's a there's uh, a Nerd Talk topics uh, channel. You're talking to three people right now, by the way. No one makes it to the end of the podcast. Everyone gives up five minutes in. Put in Blue Elephant (laughs) and then put the name of a comic book that you want me to read, and I will read it so we can talk about that in the next Nerd Talk. This is a lie. So Blue blue Elephant and then the name of the comic book that Dylan owns, and I will read it. Blue that's a lie. He's not going to do it. Yes, I will. I I promise the viewer, whoever it is. He has that. We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> it's because you don't know no one's going to comment it. We'll see. We'll see how much people like our, 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 our nerd talk. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That convention was fun, though. It was. Uh, the photos up on Instagram. We went to uh, Washington Summer Con. And literally, like, within two minutes of being inside, some girls walked up to me and told me I looked like Andrew Garfield, and that just ego through the roof. That, like, I was like, okay, this is... <laughs> this, <laughs> this has just made the, the rest of the day good. And then, like, because I dressed up as Spider-Man, he dressed up as Luke, and um, every time we walked past little kids, they'd yell, Spider-Man! Yeah. 
was like, Spider-Man takes photos with Dylan. It was really cute. I was like, this is what it's I like to Tim, be Spider-Man. My buddy Tim when has Lord Farquaad, and one guy was so par perplexed by Tim's costume. He was like, I you, know I've seen this before, but I don't. Because you don't remember what Lord Farquaad uh, dresses like. You just remember the hair and like the big yeah. head. And so, like, it's it sets off that weird part of your brain. It's like, I've seen it before. I don't know what it is. It was fun. It was actually really fun. I had fun taking photos with people. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, so Blue Elephant and the name of the comic book, and I'll read it. And he's so. not going to do it. That's a lie. But thank you, I, everyone, I for listening. You, I promise you I will do it if someone actually comments Blue Elephant and the name of the comic book. Yeah, you'll read it in, like, a year. No, I'll I read know it. how you are. You're just going to put it I'll off. Before, not, not this. I'll read it before I'll finish it unless it's, like, a billion pages. When is this, this going to be posted? Like right after this. This is going to be posted oh. very soon. What do, you, what do you think we'll do in next Nerd Talk? Next, like next Thursday? I don't know. Okay. We, we could do a new Nerd Talk this week. We could do a Nerd Talk Sunday. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll read it for the 29th. For the 29th. I'll finish it for the 29th. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. We will see you guys later. Goodbye, everyone. So,